show. Views and opinions expressed by Edwin are Edwin and Edwin's only. All right, not of his sponsors, employers, baby mama, anybody he went to school with, anybody he owe money to. With that being said, enjoy the video. What is going on, everyone? Edwin Pagan here. Thanks for joining me on the Word on the Road podcast, your weekly technology care package. Uh, if you haven't listened before, this is just a podcast where I give you three articles uh, from the internet, give you my insight on them, my analysis, and then we send you on your way, hopefully smarter. Um, typically, these are technology-based articles or uh, information security articles. Um, so if you do follow me on YouTube, edwinpagan.com. I think that's what it's called on YouTube. I don't know what my YouTube channel is called. I think it's just Edwin Pagan flat out. Uh, but on my YouTube channel, uh, you know, I do a lot of videos on like information security, tutorials, um, and then I also do IT consulting full time. So I'm not a complete idiot who's just on here talking gibberish. So uh, with that being said, um, before we jump into the articles, um, just to give you guys a, a summary about myself, how my week's going, so you can get to know me a little bit, right? Um, my week is going good. All right, I have. Uh, listen, this is really weird that like I get to do this full time now. You know, to do IT consulting independently and then really dedicate myself to making videos um, it's been an interesting journey so far because I really wanted to uh, um, you know I really had to identify like why I didn't succeed when I first tried this and a lot of it just had to do with that the fact that I like had overcomplicated the process um, so I really have been spending a lot of time on just trying to optimize the process of creating videos um, because I would make videos before and it would sit on my computer for 10 days because it would just take forever to edit and I really like would overcomplicate the process and I think now like that I humbled myself because obviously as an as an older man as, a, as an IT professional with over 10 years experience you know it's very hard for me to take advice or Google things but um, there's so much information out there that I've uh, from you know from from different YouTube channels that have taught me how to like do what I'm doing now um, from basically how to set up OBS to have multiple cameras to how to like capture audio um, it's been it's really been an interesting journey and so now that that I do have the setup that I have and the more I'm learning uh, the more I feel like I'm gonna be able to create more and more content so I'm really excited about that and then um honestly uh just just like it's just it's it's really humbling to do this and um you know um it, it just it, I'm really happy that I get to do this every day so hopefully you can see that type of uh, passion through this podcast that you know I, I, I'm really am speaking from a place of I speak I'm speaking freely man and I really enjoy this stuff so uh Enough with the sentimental talking, okay? Because um, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm opening up to you guys. It's like, before I found you, I was just lost and insecure, you know? And now I have YouTube. No, I'm joking. Um, all right, let's get serious, guys. Let's jump into the first article. Um, and I promise you that today's articles were not by design, okay? This is just how I happened to find them. Um, this, is just, this is stuff that's just trending as we speak. And uh, so just to get the first article out the way, this is coming from the fine folks at Z. Net. Um, and basically to sum it up, there has been a data leak at MGM, right? So MGM hotels. Now the way my bank account is set up, I can't afford to stay at those hotels. And so uh, my data wasn't a part of that breach. But the good thing about what's going on here is that it appears just to be a breach in which they got like your contact information, right? Um, it wasn't anything like uh, like for example um, your credit card or social security information uh, it's primarily just been um, your contact information so that is right out the way so it's but it, it's a lot man they really leaked out a lot of information that's over 10.6 million dollars or 10.6 million guests um, information and it's basically on a hacking form so um, What's really interesting again about this is that again, it's just contact information. So it's your phone number. Uh, it's your email and things like that. So 
in these situations, um, since the passwords weren't leaked, I wouldn't say it's this huge thing to be worried about. Um, but definitely, as always, you know, let me let me sound like a doctor, like the way the doctor is like, you definitely got to take care of yourself, drink five or six glasses of water. Uh, definitely just make sure that uh, there's no unusual activity in the account that you use uh, for email or something. I don't know. It's not that important of an article. I just felt people should know that it's not that serious. All right. It's just 10.6 million contacts of people's information was leaked out but it's just phone numbers and emails and stuff like that so you might get a free you might get a couple spam calls you know you'll live right you'll live but with that being said uh, I want to jump into this uh, second article uh, which is really really interesting this is coming from a company or a website called electric doc co all right i have the links for all this stuff below but what's really interesting about this article uh is basically it's about tesla uh tesla one of tesla's cars someone was able to get the autopilot so the car is driving by itself right it's out here doing its own thing and these hackers were able to get the car to accelerate 55 miles per hour like they were able to get it to accelerate um up uh to accelerate 55 miles so God, I'm, am I stupid the way I'm trying to word this? <laughs> so the car was doing 25. They got it to speed up to 55 to 85. So it was at 25 and it went to 85. Bro, public school education. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So basically the car's on autopilot. And so what's really cool about this article is that like the way the, the hackers were able to do it, right? Um, hackers. Um, they were basically the, uh, the Tesla car has the ability to read uh, signs, right? You can see what a stop sign looks like. You can see what a, a miles per hour stop sign looks like. And so uh, in the article, they show the speed limit sign that has a 35, right? And what the hackers did is they put a piece of tape uh, in between the, uh, where the three is and made it look like an eight and made it look like the speed limit was 85. So the, 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 uh, the Tesla autopilot was like, yo, it's 25 miles per hour here or 35 miles per hour here. And then it's all the science said, nah, fam, take off. Bah! You know, um, that's that's yes, this is this is a legitimate hack if you really think about it. Um, but it's not something like because the article also speaks about the fact that tesla really isn't making a a concerted effort to prevent this type of hack from happening and the reason they can't really do much about this unlike other security vulnerabilities that tesla has had in the in the past right so um a lot of this just has to do with the fact that it's facial recognition technology and so um yes the, the sign can be tricked the, the the autopilot can be tricked into thinking something is there that's not there uh but at the same time the tesla cars have so many other sensors around it that even though it sees a speed limit sign for 85 if it sees a proximity of a car in front of it then the car is not the tesla is going to stop right so even though it saw a speed limit of 85 if there's something in front of it it's not going to take off to 85 right because think about it if you're at a dead stop um right now and the, and the speed limit sign says 25 the tesla is still not going to go forward you know it's because there's something in front of it so it's a type of hack where it's not like a remote takeover of the car this and that it's really just tricking the sensors of the car uh into seeing other information so it's 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 not that crazy of, of a vulnerability uh in that sense but um i kind of wanted to give some more some more of my analysis on this because this is really interesting uh, because 
Hollywood makes, you know, and shout out to the videos I make about Hollywood hacking scenes and breaking them down. But uh, when it comes to Teslas and when it comes to autopilot in, in general and self-driving cars, Hollywood has done a really crazy job of making people think that machines can become aware and kill people. And it, and it, it just doesn't work like that. Um, or the idea that you can take over someone's car and just crash it into something. It just doesn't work like that. It's, it's very hard to remotely control someone's car um, if it wasn't designed to be remotely controlled. And, and like in movies and stuff like that, you've seen cars where like they installed a special thing and it could get it to remotely control. It's like it's a very, very tricky process to get cars to, to drive by themselves. And, and so uh, with, with that being said, like this idea that people have that like autopilot can be hacked and uh, you can hack someone's car and, and, and kill them, you can, anything can be hacked, but I've always said that you have a better chance of killing them by cutting the brake lines than you do of like hacking into their autopilot system. And so um, in, in this situation, like I said, um, uh, this is just like a very very simple hack that's just like the face the recognition software isn't recognizing that you know that's a that's actually a 35 and not 85. Now, uh, with that being said, if you look at things like machine learning uh, and the neural network that Tesla has designed with the sensors that are implemented in all the cars, these cars are all you know on the centralized neural network. And what's really really fascinating about this, right, is that these cars are constantly learning about what signs look like, and they're feeding it into the Tesla neural network, and they're building these learner models on this. And so, the more these Tesla cars drive, the more intelligent they're going to be. The more they're going to be able to recognize that, hey. That definitely doesn't look like a, a, a 85. This is definitely a 35, uh, 35 miles per hour zone. And so the more these cars drive, the more they're going to be more intelligent uh, and they're going to get smarter. They have to see more signs like these in order to recognize them as false. And so um, that's why Tesla can't just immediately fix this because it's like, well, it's, it's, not that, it's not that simple. It's not as simple as typing in a couple lines of code and saying, hey, this is be on the lookout for this type of hack. Um, so that's that's what's really interesting, but uh, I think there's a there's a, there is a huge 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 concern that I see with people with um with people have with with technology and cars and uh, what the potential of that's going to be like. But uh, uh, I say that like yes, there's always going to be bad apples, but you know that's why we have talented security individuals out there who can who can you know figure out techniques to prevent this stuff from happening. So uh, let's not just be scared and, and, and completely shoot this idea in the butt of like, not shoot the idea in the butt, I'm sorry, I'm speaking loosely, but like, you know, like this doomsday theory that everyone has, like the Skynet idea that we have. So um, uh, that's pretty much what I wanted to say about that. Uh, we're going to wrap it up with one other article, which is kind of funny, but it kind of goes in hand, hand in hand with uh, what's going on here, which is, uh, so uh, this is coming from extremetech.com. Uh, so a phone app unlocks a rental car and then strands the driver in California boondocks. Now, uh, this is a really interesting article. I, I highly said actually go check it out. But to give you the cliff notes of it, um, this reporter um, rented a car in which I guess uh, the way they open the car is using like an app on your phone. Uh, it's a, like a keyless system, so it uses like you know matching the system, pop pop pop. And so these these two technologies that are used to you know allow her to open the car with with her phone. They rely heavily on the internet, all right? Um, not just on her phone, but the car itself has a internet radio in it, like a, a cell phone, basically built into the car that is connected to the internet. And it, so these, both of these rely heavily on the internet, right? Heavily on the internet. 
look at to what I'm saying, heavily on the internet. So this lady decided to take the car into somewhere where there wasn't any cell phone service and the car wasn't able to hit the internet. And so when she tried to unlock it with her phone, the car wouldn't unlock because the car did not have an internet signal. Now, a lot of this has to do with the fact that her phone, you know, she could put it out in the, in the air and get a signal in the car, you know, had it buried under all this metal. But the fact still remains is that the car cannot get to the Internet and she was left completely stranded. This is crazy. And it's so interesting that it's like I feel bad because it's like, damn, bro, that, that, that sucks because she ended up like she ended up having to get a tow company to uh, get her car and tow it to somewhere where there's reception. That's how bad this was. There was no key. There was no, you know, bypass code. There was nothing, bro. It was straight up. Nah, fam, you have to get it towed. And so um, a lot of people will be like, how did this happen? How can something like this happen? And it's like, bro, that's that's technology. And so um, the thing is, is that like, yes, the designers in the situation could build um, maybe like a bypass, maybe like a like a, a, a another method. But at the same time, the more like you got to think about the fact that like, OK, we are allowing this car to be on the Internet. Right. And not only that but the ability to unlock this car through the internet so the fact that this car is like this right that means that like that means that the designers of the security for this are they're checking everything there there, there could be no wiggle room for any opportunity for someone to hack this because if they hack it they can take the car they can take the car they can get into the car physically drive it and get out you know what i'm saying and so what's what's so by the design of that they're obviously gonna implement features where like if the car's on the internet too bad so sad you can't take the car because i look at it from the standpoint of like you know no i i get it though i get why it was designed like that and i think in this situation they definitely need to have like a fail safe but it just sucks because like she can't just tether her car like turn her phone into a hot spot and have the car tethered to it because it doesn't work like that right and that might be an alternative security feature that they can implement or a backup feature that they can implement but at the same time um you know if they do implement that, that opens up this huge risk for security. So it's really crazy how they're, it's going to be interesting to figure out how they figure this out. Uh, this reminds me of like from the movie Die Hard where they hacked the OnStar uh, of the car. Like he call he calls, um, he calls like OnStar and says like he's had a heart attack. He needs to turn the car on and OnStar is able to remotely turn the car on. Um, I, it's it's kind of like that, but even in the OnStar situation, and with OnStar, if you don't have cell phone reception, OnStar will not work. It's as simple as that. There's nothing you can do. They don't have something you don't. They all kind of rely on this technology in order to work. So, um, you know, what would be very interesting too is like if with these keyless car entry systems that are phone based, if you start implementing them like. For example, like in law enforcement, yo, the easiest way to rob a bank would be like, just like, this is a terrible analogy, but like use a cell phone jammer. You A cell phone jammer, if you're not familiar with it, a cell phone jammer will basically like you flip a switch and it kills all signals in, in, a, in a certain radius. It'll eliminate Wi-Fi uh, and cell phone, like cell phone signals. So like you literally, this this device, this little box, you turn it on and it will literally cut off all the, the the cell reception to any area. It'll it'll literally go dead. And so in this situation, I can imagine if someone got like was being pursued by the cops, he just, you know, flips that switch, <laughs> kills the cell phone reception and the car can't turn on. It's 
So all the police cars. Yo, I think like a criminal, bro. I got to get my life together. Anyways, that is Word on the Road, episode two in the bag. It was a short one. Yes, it was a short one. It was 15 minutes, but I feel like we covered some ground. We saw that uh, car hacking is real. We saw two scenarios of it. Hopefully, uh, I'm excited, bro. I can't wait to get a Tesla on autopilot or anything on autopilot, bro. As soon as anything goes on autopilot, I'm going to Georgia more often because I live in Florida. I'm going to put that thing on autopilot and just drive, chill. I'm sleep. I'm the reason why they can't have autopilots because people like me. I'll sleep in the car. I'll run the risk. I don't care. But really good articles. Check them out, guys. Or all of them are in the comment section or in the uh, the bio information. If you're on iTunes, I don't know. But if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe. Uh, find me on iTunes at Word on the Road with Edwin Pagan. Uh, uh, likes and subscribe. All that good stuff that we're supposed to say. But until next time, guys. I'll see you on Monday. Uh, this is Word on the Road with Edwin Pagan. Till next time. Take care. In the bag, guys. First, second episode in the bag, bro. One day we're going to make a compilation video when we're looking back at this. Like, we're famous. But until then, until we're famous, we're just normal right now. Take care, everyone. Peace.